All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Better late than never. Welcome. It's Faye. Hello. Fucking Anton Lander. I like, really like the backup car. Fucking Anton Lander. Bag milk. Yes, sir. This is Ceases. Hello. Ceases. Ceases. Welcome, everybody. Ceases. Better late than never. I'm just going to turn this down. We're just going to get right into it. I'm excited. Fucking sexy. Of course, we know that Tyler is sexy. Right? Of course. I'm going to bring this down a little bit. Welcome to Better Late Than Ever, everybody. Episode 25 of the podcast. As always, brought to you by the audio department. If you need studio time, you got a band, you got anything you want to work on, go check them out. Check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. That's what the website is. You can book time right there. You can find out more about the web, uh, more about what they do. The audio department works to create a safe space for creativity and collaboration for artists and musicians to realize their potential and share their message through a sound and story. Maybe you want to do a podcast just like this one. Maybe you should go to the audio department. Check them out. 6916 82nd Avenue Northwest. That's where they are here in Edmonton. I recommend that you go check them out. I'm still working on my rap album. I've been thinking about it. A couple of diss tracks here and there. Some hot gas fire. Some of my mixtape will be like, hot gas fire. That doesn't make sense at all. But run with it anyway. Today, we're going to start off the podcast by saying, well. What happened there? I pushed a button and nothing happened. Oh, hang on. Welcome to the good life. 
What can you say about the Oilers being up 3-1 to one in their series over the Calgary Flames? I was at Rogers Place last night. The place was jumping as it has been all playoffs long, though admittedly there was some tense and nervous moments in there. There was some absolute tense and nervous moments in there. I went with my good buddy Matt Henderson. We had a great time, had a couple of cocktails, did some yelling, did some screaming, did some nugin. Wonderful. Before the game started, I wrote an article at OilersNation.com talking about how we needed to get on Markstrom early as a fan base. A little disappointed that it didn't happen as much as I was hoping. I mean, we got on him a little bit, but in the first series against LA, the Jonathan chants were raining down like crazy, but last night there was nothing really against Markstrom all night, or at least as much as he deserves. He's been terrible in this series. It is unbelievable. I, to be, if I'm being honest, and I will, because you fine listeners deserve nothing but the truth. I thought that if there was an advantage for the Flames to be had in this series, goaltending would have been that one. But just to this point, through four games, has not been the case for Calgary. Jacob Markstrom has been terrible for them. That gaff on the Nugent Hopkins goal, the first one, 21 seconds in, come on. That was a pass right to my boy's stick. Left him with an empty net. Yeah, he had to make a tough angle shot, but he's a sniper in there. Legit. What is Markstrom doing? What is he doing? He's going to cheer for me. I loved it. I loved it. Again, like there were some tense moments. I thought that, that yesterday really wasn't the Oilers' best game, to be honest. I thought that in the first period, despite the scoring three goals, that the Flames actually were battling. They were at work and they were hustling and that the Oilers had some catching up to do. And then in the second, you know, a couple of bad, uh, like a penalty gets the Flames on the board with a power play. And then they get another one a couple of seconds later. Duncan Keith got walked a little bit. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to settle this down, gentlemen. We need to calm ourselves. We need to figure this out. We need to stop this now. I was nervous. I'll admit it. I was nervous. I was 100% nervous. I'm sitting there in the seat and I was talking to Matt and I was just like, boys need to get going. They need to lock it up because they are not looking like the team that dominated games two and three. Now, the nice part about that is they spotted themselves a three goal lead again because Jacob Markstrom's terrible. But that was quickly whittled away, and then the, the goal happened. You guys all know what I'm talking about. I don't know if I... Well, personally, that is the first time I've ever seen a goal like that in person. Absolutely first time. Mike Smith got scored on from 132 feet away by Rasmus Anderson. I was sitting dead line center. So basically, if I was looking straight out ahead of me, that's where Rasmus Anderson was when he shot that puck. Straight out, I saw the puck flying, it came up, I watched it, and in the net. At first, I was like, that didn't even go in, did it? But the shock in the building, everybody was just like, what just happened? Oh, no. They're not going to blow a three-goal lead, are they? They're not going to blow a three-goal lead, not after that. Let me tell you. Personally, I thought they were going to blow it. I thought it was going to be one of those ones where the Flames used it and they rallied and they got stuff done. But to their credit, the Oilers just, they stopped. They reset. It was almost like they unplugged the router and put it back in because after that goal went in, they just kind of regrouped and looked a whole lot better through the end of the, through the end of the game. They were dominant at times over the last seven, eight minutes, whatever it was. And then again, my boy, Ryan Nugent Hopkins comes up with a clutch game winner. Tyson Berry fires a shot. Nuge 
Nuge jotting on the spot right outside the crease, knocks home the rebound, upstairs right underneath the bar. Absolute clutch game by Nuge. I felt like he needed one. I felt like he needed one of those. But at the same point, it's not like he's been playing terribly either. I think he's always going to be solid offensively or defensively. He's always going to help kill penalties. This guy touches so many things on the ice that it was just kind of like, I needed him to get going offensively though. And last night, man, he came through with a big, big game for the Oilers. I went to the pint afterwards for a drink with my boy Rick from Oilers Nation Radio. And we were just talking about like, man, it was so nice to see him get rewarded. All the hard work he puts in, all the all the hustle, all this the attention to detail, finally getting rewarded with a pair of clutch goals. He bookended the game, got them started, finished it off with the game winner. I mean, Evander Kane, again, also, he got two goals last night. The guy is just absolutely on fire. What can you say about what he's doing? Just really, really, really solid contributions from guys up and down the lineup that weren't Connor McDavid and weren't Leon Dreisaitl, despite the fact that those guys both got their points as well. I actually thought it was a quiet night for both of them. Well, relatively speaking, you know. But maybe we should get to a little bit of that in the news. News is brought to you by my friends at Arcadia Brewing. Check them out at ArcadiaYeg.com. Find out what they got going on, on the website or on socials. They're always keeping it updated. Arcadia Brew Co. on Twitter. Arcadia Brewing Co. on Instagram. Go check it out. Whistling Pig. That's the beer you need to have in your mouth right now. I promise you. I promise you. If you don't want to go to Arcadia, I don't know why you wouldn't. They're fantastic. Why not check out Wine and Beyond Liquor Depot and Ace Liquor? All 24 can packs of Budweiser, Bud Light, Coors Light, Molson Canadian beer will be on sale for $35.99 plus tax and deposit on Edmonton versus Calgary game days during the Battle of Alberta. What do you think of that? 24 cans? $35.99? Come on. I'm giving you options, people. That's what I'm doing. All right, in the news... Touched on Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. I thought they actually had a quieter night by their own standards, probably. Yet, that's a funny thing to say since Connor got two points, Leon got three. Connor McDavid now has 25 points through 11 playoff games. That's six goals and 19 assists. You do the quick math, you can figure it out. That is absolutely correct. I've never seen anything like it. Normally, a guy who wins the Conn Smythe if it's a forward, that is, will have kind of 23, 24, 25 points somewhere in that neighborhood, give or take a few. But that's throughout the whole playoffs. We're at game 11. Game 11, and he's got 25 points. I've never seen anything like this. Just think about it. He's only had one game. That was game four against Los Angeles. I unfortunately had to be there. Uh, Game four in Los Angeles when they got shut out. That was the only game. The only game. The only game where Connor did not have multiple points. It's ridiculous. If you're better, first of all, listen to BLT bets. Two, Connor over one and a half points has been free money. And the odds just keep getting worse and worse as the playoffs go on, but I'm hitting it anyway. You know what? It was like minus 160 or something yesterday. I hammered that. Hammered it. It's free money. His running mate, though, Leon Dreisaitl, he's had himself a hell of a week. What else can you say about a guy that set two NHL records this week? Last night, I'll start with that one first. He was credited with an assist on Evander Kane's empty netter that gave him his third point of the night. He became the first player in Stanley Cup playoff history with four consecutive three-point games. 
four consecutive three-point games. That came immediately, one game after setting a another record for most assists in a playoff game, or a playoff period, I should say, when he got four assists against Calgary in the second period of game three. For a guy that's supposedly skating on one leg, my guy is just on fire right now. Leon Dreisaitl is just such a warlord. And again, I thought those guys were probably quieter than they probably would want from themselves last night. But they got lifted up by other players. Evander Kane, two. Nuge, two. Zach Hyman, another one. Hyman scored what? Is he scored in every game in the series so far? This is just clicking to me. I'm going to pull that up real quick. But Zach Hyman is just, he's everything we wanted him to be. He is—he came over from Toronto. Obviously, everybody in Toronto misses him, but they couldn't afford him anymore, and blah, blah, blah. But you know what? We were happy to have him. Zach Hyman has scored every game in the series so far. He's got five goals through four games. He had two in game one, one in game two, one in game three, and one in game four. This guy is just doing everything we possibly could ask him to do. Unreal performances by Zach Hyman. Going back to my boy Nuge, like I said, he needed a little bit of production, I thought. I thought he needed a game where he got a goal, maybe obviously got two, but I thought he needed one of those. And right now, I thought it was interesting. As much as I was thinking, oh, man, Nuge needs to get going a little bit. Like, he needs to produce offensively, you know? He now has four goals, six assists for 10 points. That would be second in Flames team scoring. Think about that for a second. Second, he is a point-per-game guy in the playoffs, and we haven't even realized it. Well, a kiss under. You know what I'm talking about. That is unbelievable. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is just lighting it up right now, and he's doing it so quietly that we barely even noticed. Another funny thing is when a guy, when Nuge scores, it's one of my favorite things. You guys are the best. When Ryan Nugent Hopkins scores, it's almost like I scored based on what my mentions look like on Twitter. He scored two last night. My stuff blew up. (laughs) People are DMing me. People are tweeting me. People are including me in their tweets. I love it. I love everything about you guys. And the the fact that we can all cheer for this together is just so much fun. Yeah! I love it. I absolutely love it. And let's go, baby. Whoops, I didn't mean to push that. Thank you, Taylor. Let's go indeed. Um, I absolutely love being included in all the nude stuff. Never quit. Never, ever quit. The funny thing about it, too, for me, is I always find a, like a little bit of joy in it because I would love to know. I would absolutely love to know what he thinks of all of this. <laughs> he must think it's the weirdest shit ever. I've never met him. I've never come close to him. I've never seen him. I've never been in the same room as him outside of an arena setting. I find it very funny. Uh, lastly in the news, Evander Kane, he welcomed his baby yesterday. Iverson Frank Kane was born yesterday. Uh, How about that for a day for Kane? A couple of goals in game four, has a new baby. He did not travel with the team down to Calgary. uh, That They went down today. I noticed that. I would expect that he plays in game five. I would expect him to. I hope he does. We need him because the guy is red hot right now. That line, McDavid, Drysaddle, Kane, that is just eating the flames lunch. Just... Eating them up. The guy is just absolutely banging goals home. And it makes me wonder what's going to happen with that guy. What is it going to look like to get his name on a contract? Is it going to be crazy? Because he's playing like it's going to be crazy. 12 goals, 3 assists, 15 points through 11 games for Evander Kane so far in the playoffs. 12 goals. 
He's got more than a goal a game in the Stanley Cup playoffs right now. That is just bananas. Unbelievable. Hattrick the other night, two more last night. Like, what is this guy? He is on fire. He is on a heater of all heaters. We're talking about Zach Hyman. He scored a goal in every single game of this series. Well, Vander Kane's just like, check this out. It does make me happy, though, because I had a head-to-head bet ahead of the series that Vander Kane would score more goals than Matthew Kachuk. And right now, it's looking good. After game one, Kachuk had that hat trick. I was a little bit nervous, but then Kane matches him with a hat trick, gets another multi-pole game or multi-goal game. He is just, I'm really interested to see how this scenario plays out. I'm really, really interested to see because it makes me very nervous. How are the Oilers going to clear space for him? How are the Oilers going to make room to get him in the lineup for next year? Like, I just, I don't know how it happens without having to move bodies out. You have to move a guy like a Cassian out, Maybe Duncan Keith retires, but I don't think he will. He's playing some good hockey right now. Frank, what's up, buddy? Sorry, my dog is here. He's staring at me. He doesn't like my podcast sometimes. He wants to play. I don't blame you. I'm going to play after. Is that okay? Why don't you go play? There's a bone over there. Okay? All right, buddy. See you later. But it it makes me nervous. What is Kane going to do when it comes contract time? What is Ken Holland going to do? He came in, obviously, on the cheap show-me deal because he didn't really have a whole lot of options. Came in in January. He's done everything the Oilers have asked of him. Everything they could have possibly hoped he'd do, he has done. Makes me nervous. Either way, that's not what we're talking about today, though. Congratulations to Evander Kane on his new baby. Always exciting. And there you have it for the news. Whoops, wrong button. Uh, You can tell I was drinking last night. I don't feel like I'm firing on all cylinders. There's the news button. Again, a shout out to Arcadia Brewing for jumping on as the sponsor of the news. Check them out at ArcadiaYeg.com or on social media. Arcadia Brew Co. on Twitter, Arcadia Brewing Co. on Instagram. As I'm recording this right now, the Blues and the Avalanche are going for game number four tonight or five tonight. Av's looking to close things out. I wonder if the Blues are actually going to pay attention to playing hockey today or if they're just going to keep trying to run Nazem Kadri. Because he burned them with a hat trick last game. And I'm, <laughs> that's so funny. They, they almost seemed not even interested in whatever he was doing on the ice. They just wanted to get back at him for Jordan Bennington. Well, he burned you on the score. He burned you on the score sheet, my friends. He really, really did. He really, really did. All right, and I'm going to push this button. Caution! This podcast may contain traces of cheese and cherries. And with that, back to our regular programming. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy! It is time for the Righteous Sack Beating, brought to you by Trilogy Oil Field Rentals. Check them out at TrilogyRentals.ca. If you have a project coming up, I promise you that Trilogy has the equipment you need. Established provider of oil field rental tools with full-time operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. Trilogy provides seasonal and project-specific stations in Fort St. John, Fort McMurray, and Lac Labiche, and others as customers require. Whether you need rental tools, fishing tools, drilling tools, whatever you need. Completion tools? I don't even know what a lot of this stuff is. I only thought there was one kind of oil field tool, and that is the gas pump. Maybe I should go check out Trilogy. Maybe I should work for a day. Think they'd have me? God, I'd be terrible. 
I am built for comfort, my friends. I am built for comfort. But the Righteous Sack Beating, of course, brought to you by Trilogy Oil. For me, this one is an easy one, and it's really annoying, and I don't even understand what's going on. But the Flames, this was game three that I'm talking about. Game three, they were clearly looking at trying to injure Leon Dreisaitl. Without question, there was a clip that was going around. Dusty Nielsen tweeted it yesterday. Frank Saravalli had it as well, where the Oilers were on the power play, and every time Dreisaitl moved, they were hacking at his ankle. Is absolute trash play by a team that just looks pathetic. Are you scared? Are we living rent-free in those brains of yours where the only thing you can do to try and slow down Leon Dreisaitl is intent to injure? That is absolute garbage. That's the kind of stuff you would see in some weird fighting league. Like, this is the National Hockey League. How scared are you right now where that's your approach? On the pregame show, ahead of yesterday's Game 4, Frank Saravalli said, It's clear they're targeting his injury. They know what it is. It's a joint effort between the Department of Player Safety, Hockey Ops, and the series supervisor in this series, which is Don Van Massenhoven, who has been called into the building every night. I am sure the referees know about it heading into Game 4. If they see it, it will be called. I don't care if you're talking about a rival team. I don't care if you're talking about your the Battle of Alberta. You're trying to hurt a guy because that's the only thing you can do to slow it down, and it is garbage hockey. That's embarrassing. If you're a Flames fan and you think that's fun, you're embarrassing too. Chris Tanev has clearly injured his shoulder. If you hit him with a clean check and it and it hurts, that's one thing. But intentionally hacking away, you don't see that last night. He was in his first game of the series last night. No oiler was going up and hacking at him and punching him in the shoulder and trying to rub up on him. That just didn't happen. It's classless behavior by a trash organization as far as I'm concerned. And I say that about the players on the ice. I'm Probably the management's fine. I have no idea. But it's, it's just absolutely pathetic. To target any player trying to worsen an injury is deplorable. This is the National Hockey League. This isn't some weird Junior C bullshit league where it doesn't matter and you're trying to hurt a guy that made you upset. Like, this is ridiculous. You look like clowns. It's clown behavior by a team that is getting absolutely rolled in this series and they don't know what to do about it. So, the Calgary Flames... Sort your lives out. You're embarrassing yourselves. You're embarrassing what could be a really good series. You're an embarrassment to in a really good series. Not only are you not performing at the highest level because your team is trash, you also have no answers. You have no answers for anything that's going on in Edmonton right now, and that's the tactics. It is absolute garbage. Absolute garbage by the Flames. And I'm glad it didn't happen last night. I'm glad the league stepped in on it. Because that is absolute nonsense, and I just don't even know how to describe it other than that. Garbage, garbage, garbage. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Of course, the Righteous Sack Beating again, brought to you by Trilogy Oil Field Rentals. Check them out at TrilogyRentals.ca. Hello, you. Oh, wow. Your ears look fantastic. You're listening to Better Late Than Never by Bagged Milk. Yes, you're sexy as well. Oh, yes. I love Donkey Volley, you know? I really do. He just makes me laugh. He makes me happy. 
those uh, bumpers. You know what, Donkey Volley, if you're listening to this, I'm going to need some new bumpers, man. I've got the two. I want like a classic one like that, though. Now I'm thinking about it. Like, you're listening to Better Late Than Never, blah, blah, blah. Something. I'm going to leave it up to you. If you have time to do it, I would love to hear from you because those are always fun for me. And I'm always looking forward to it when I get a chance to check them out. Uh, Looking ahead at tomorrow, we are talking about Thursday. That's game five. Weathers have a chance to knock the Flames out. And I think that for tomorrow night, a big part of that is they need to get back to playing their game. I know they won last night, but they didn't play their A game last night. I don't think there's many Oilers fans that would necessarily disagree. There was too many lulls. There was too many lulls. Late in the first, I thought the Flames were pouring it on a little bit. Thankfully, Evander Kane scored, increased the lead to three. Second period, I thought that was a lot of Flames. Too much Flames for my liking. Too much Flames for my liking. And not enough Oilers in the third period. Obviously, the the weird... I don't. Will we ever see one of those goals again? amazingly, the Oilers were able to bounce back and we were able to laugh about it, but uh, they just need to get back to playing their game. They're trying so desperately to shut down the first line, and I get why, because McDavid and Drysaddle and Kane have been torching them all series. That's created some openings for the Nugent Hopkins, Ryan Pugliarvi line, which I really, really like. But tomorrow night, we need everybody firing on all cylinders. I don't care that it's in the Saddle Dome. I would love nothing more than for the Oilers to go into their barn and lock it down and win this series in Calgary. I would love nothing more than to see that. Because as far as I'm concerned... That's almost more insulting. That's almost more hurtful. It's almost more disrespectful to watch our boys beat the Flames, end the series, the Battle of Alberta that everybody favored the Flames in. Even the great one, Wayne Gretzky, picked the Flames. Finish it off in their barn. Send everybody home unhappy except the handful, the glorious Oilers fans that are going down behind enemy lines to cheer on our boys. It's going to take a big effort, though. Mike Smith, we need you to be dialed in, buddy. He made some big saves. I'm thinking about specifically last night. There was one happened right in front of me. It was like a Kachuk to Gaudreau, a one-time shot that Smith had to move across to his left. Beautiful save. We need more of those, big boy. Need more of those. The Lindholm goal, a little bit weak. Both on the defensive side, and I think it's a shot that Mike Smith normally would save. So, crease on out. Everybody needs to ratchet it up one more level. I know we got another gear. I'm expecting McDavid to do McDavid things, and I need everybody else to follow suit. Follow the leader on this one, as they say. And I think that we can do it. I really, really do. I think that this is going to be one of those games where we look back and say, wow, wow. But I also think it's incredibly important. Let's not get cocky here either. Let's not pretend like this series is over because like Kobe Bryant, I've been saying this all playoffs long. The job is not finished. Yes, it's nice to be up 3-1 to one in the series, but the job is not finished. There's plenty of work here to do, and I'm not going to chill out on this job's not done stuff until the buzzer goes and the Oilers are up and through to the Western Conference Finals. I want it done tomorrow night in Calgary. I don't even want to come back. As much as I know it would be a lot of fun to come back and win it in Game 6 on, in, at Rogers Place on Saturday, I don't even want that option on the table. I want the boys to finish it off tomorrow, get some rest, Darnell Nurse and Leon Drysaddle, Gord knows they could use a few nights in a hyperbaric chamber. I just would love nothing more than a little bit of rest for those boys. So finish it off tomorrow in Calgary. Finish it off, finish it off, finish it off. I am excited about it. I think they're going to do it, but 
Nobody is cocky here. Nobody is cocky because, like I said, the job's not done. The job is not done. Welcome to the voicemail, everybody. The voicemail, of course, brought to you from my friends at Rig Hand Distilleries. Go check them out at righanddistillery.com. See everything they got. Whether you want some brum, whether you want some double-double, maybe you want to take the, uh, tu- the, the tasting and tour coupon right off the website. Go check out the facility in Nisku. I've done it a bunch of times. Or I've done it once, I should say. I want to do it a bunch of times. It is a great time. I love it out there. Go see Jeff and the boys out at Rig Hand Distilleries. RigHandDistillery.com. The voicemail is coming in. I've got a couple of these ones. These are fresh. I think we got some fresh voicemails here, and I'm excited to get to them. Let's see what we got. Message number one. Hey, Big Milk. Hope you and Frank are uh, doing well. Um, I had a question that uh, some friends have uh, brought up to me, and I just wanted to get your opinion on it. Do do we sign Kane? He has been um, unbelievable since he's come in. He has uh, produced the way we wanted him to be. He's scrappy. He's tough. He defends McDavid like his job depends on it, which it probably does. But the problem is, is that what kind of money is he going to ask for? And the, you know, the feeling that I have is like, how can you not sign him at this point? He's done everything that you've wanted to. He's been done more than enough. But, you know, if we do sign him, we're sacrificing Jesse maybe yam maybe mcleod and i'm just conflicted i don't know what to do we were talking about that a little bit earlier in the podcast what do you do with vander kane but again i agree with you that how can you not sign the guy he has done everything and then some that you've asked him to came in scoring goals like crazy what was he on like a 40 some goal pace over the course of a full season based on how he played with the Oilers? that's nuts man that's nuts He's doing everything. And like you said, he is first one to jump in the pile if anybody touches Connor. And that is insanely valuable because it's not like when we had Cass up there where he's just trying to fight above his weight class in terms of where he's at on the skill level. There is no doubt in my mind Evander Kane is a top six winger. There's just zero doubt. He belongs there. And the fact that he's big, the fact that he's fast, the fact that he's tough is going to make it incredibly hard to walk away from if he is interested in coming back. Now, I don't think we would have to sacrifice Yessi, Yam, and McLeod to get this done. I really don't think it would take all of those, but like you could probably take one of those. You could probably take one of those, and I'm not I'm not willing to give any of them up. You know? I know a lot of people have soured on Yessa lately, but like I don't I don't understand why. I really don't understand why he's contributing meaningful minutes right now. Look at the underlying numbers, they're fantastic. But when it comes back to Kane, first of all, the money is one. The term is two. We're talking about a 30-year-old guy now. 30-year-old guys, we know what happens to them as they back into the the second half of their career. And going long-term with him could be, that could be really costly. I see Colorado's up one nothing. It looks like they are looking to get this done in game five. Um, but that's it's an ultimate question. This is a very difficult choice that Ken Holland's going to have to make. He has done everything the Oilers could have hoped he would. And by all accounts, there's been, you haven't heard anything about him off the ice. You know, the only thing we've heard of him off the ice is that he just had a baby. So I don't know, man. I really wish I had an answer for you on this one because it's a very important question that the Oilers are going to have to figure out, but I don't have the answers for it. And I'm glad I don't have the, I don't have to make the decision because it is an incredibly tough one. 
Hey, Big Milk. Uh, Jake here again. Just one last thing. Uh, fuck you, Calgary. Go Oilers, go. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't have to add anything else onto that, do I? As far as, as far as like eloquent in its brevity is how I would put that message. I'm going to play it one more time. Hey, Big Milk. Uh, Jake here again. Just one last thing. Uh, fuck you, Calgary. Go Oilers, go. <laughs> All right. Message number three. Hey, Big Milk. It's Adam. So I wanted to know, I had my very first Lime Crush Slurpee, and the Oilers won 4-1 in Game 3. Hang on. Before we get to the question part of it, my first ever Lime Crush Slurpee? Like, really? It is Slurpee season, my guy. You got to get out there and expand your mind. Check out all the flavors. I'm not saying all at once. We don't need a swamp water situation here. But you got to expand your mind, baby. First ever? That's shocking news. Where's this going now? Does that mean I have to get the same thing again for game uh, four and five and so on? Is it like a rule now? Thanks. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to like, I am an unlicensed judge and I'm going to bang my gavel here. I say yes. That is now a law in the land of bag milk. You go get a lime slurpee, my friend. I hope you had one last night because the Oilers won. You must have. Here's what I've done. I made a confession to the boys on Oilers Nation Radio. I think it was last week. I don't remember now. We're doing so many episodes. We were growing playoff beards as a team. All the ON Radio boys. Before the playoffs started, we said, all right, that's it. No more shaving. But in game, after game five against Los Angeles, when the Oilers looked so flat and fell behind 3-2 in the series, I said I needed to do a vibe change. I needed to figure something out on my end. I needed to shave. So I shaved for game six. That day, the Oilers played one of their best games of the playoffs. Game seven, I shaved again. Oilers played an even better game in game seven, finished off the series. I was sick following that. I forgot to shave for game one against the Flames. What happened? They lost. So I have to take my share of the blame for what happened in game one. Now, did I shave games two, three, and four? You fucking right I did. I didn't even need to shave. I can't even grow a beard barely. I'm 37 years old and I can't grow shit. But you have to do what you have to do. We have to do our part. We need to make sure that we are fulfilling our end of the bargain. So when this relates to you, I'm going to say lime slurpee all day, baby. I'm not saying get a big one. Nobody needs that kind of sugar. But I'm expecting and I'm hoping. I want to hear back from you maybe even next week. I want to know that you're having those lime slurpees because we need all of the positive energy we can possibly send out into the universe. Again, Judge Bag Milk, I ruled on it. Slurpees for every game going forward. So Bag Milk, uh, Adam again. Next series, or, or uh, if, I mean, <clears throat> when, uh, we... Job's not done. Job is not done. We're not getting cocky here, friends. I appreciate the confidence. We can be confident. Well, let's not get cocky. Job's not done. Continue. Make it to the next series. Do you bet a Vander Kane hat trick in game three again? I mean, he hits it. The guy's a machine <laughs> right now. <laughs> hmm. Now, 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 now we're getting interesting. Do I bet on a Vander Kane hat trick in game three? <laughs> I was at the one in Los Angeles. 
I threw my hat in LA. It felt great. There's something special about throwing your hat in an opposing barn that it's just like a different kind of, it's a di- different kind of something. I don't know. There's a certain level of satisfaction for it that you can't really get anywhere else. What, what's up, buddy? What's up? You want to smell this? There's Frank. He's a contribution to the podcast. He now gets a producer credit. What can I do for you? I'm, I'm kind of busy here, pal. Well, I promise we're going to go for a walk as soon as I'm done. But the longer you whine, the longer you distract me with your cuteness, the longer I have to go do this, okay? So what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Vander Kane Hattrick, game three against LA. Happened again, game three against Calgary. Now, would I bet it if the boys can get their job done and get through to the Western Conference Finals? I think I would. Why not? Speaking of betting, I want to give a shout out to Tyler. Yesterday, he had a free bet on one of the uh, sports books, and he used it on Nugent Hopkins to score first. So I think he got $10 turned into 160 or something. That's the kind of stuff I love. So if you ever have a bet that hits or anything, I also want to hear about that in the voicemail. I also want to hear your righteous sack beatings. If you have a righteous sack beating that you want to do, just, just leave RSB in the comment alongside your name or whatever, and I'll play it during the Righteous Sack beating for our friends at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals. Now, do I bet Evander Kane to score a hat trick? I, I hadn't really considered it before, but now I think I have to, don't I? I think I have to. I think I have to. Some things are just, the universe is trying to speak to us, and this may be one of those moments. I like this. I like that voicemail a lot. It makes sense to me. Oh, yeah, nah. Um, my name's Donkey Volley. You'll listen to the bag of milk show with cheese and earlobes and shit. First time uh, caller, long time listener. Um, but yeah, no, honestly, as an Oilers fan, as a bag milk fan, as a nation fan, what a fucking time to be alive! Amen. I I miss most of the games because I'm at work, and being in Australia, they don't broadcast most of the games, so I listen to the. Radio call and just watch the highlights after. Holy shit, man. Like, who needs drugs when you've got the Edmonton Oilers? <laughs> like, this is legit. Like, we are going all the fucking way this year. And I, I just love it so much. I love every second of it. Whether we're winning, whether we're losing, who even fucking cares, man? I just love the Oilers so damn much. I'm so excited to be on this journey with with everyone. I love Ben. You know, without Ben, we would have lost. You know, we would have been swept in the first round. Love you, Big Ben. Man, the Oilers is so fucking good. Who even cares? Like, let's go Oilers. Let's go Ryan Eugene Hopkins. Let's go Bag Milk. Let's go Donkey Volley. Let's fucking go all the fucking way. Yeah. I love Australians, man. I love... There's a couple of things. Well, first of all, I'm going to push this. Play La Bamba, baby. Play La Bamba, baby. Uh, ben Stelter, I saw you weren't feeling too great, so you had to miss the game. Just rest up, pal. Rest up. We need you. Hope you're feeling better today. Um, boys came through with a big win for you. Play La Bamba, baby, forever. So Ben Stelter forever also. I love how much the Oilers can bring us together. That voicemail from Australia, like our guy doesn't even get to watch. He listens to it on the radio and then watches the highlights. What listens to Jack, which is, in my opinion, 
I could be biased on that. Well, I guarantee I'm biased. I love the way Jack calls games. I really, really do. So to be able to listen to it that way, theater of mind style, and then watch the highlights to match up what Jack was calling, I love it. He has such flowery language when he does calls as well. His descriptors are fun. There's a lot to love about this. So for you to be checking out the games in Australia, weirdest times ever. Like, what is the time difference there? Probably like eight hours ahead or something like that? Something odd? I love it. I love that this we're doing this together. It doesn't matter where you are. We hear it all the time from Oilers fans like that are in England, that are in Sweden, that are over in Europe because they're working there or they live there. It doesn't matter. Like Oilers fans are the best. We travel well. We're super supportive of this team and we're having an absolute blast. Rogers Place on a Tuesday night was bumping last night. It was bumping in there, and I just, I just love every minute of it. There's, there's, I can't soak it up enough. I was very happy. Like I said, uh, my friend Matt Henderson took me to the game last night, and it was fun for me because it was his first playoff game, and he hadn't been to a game since before the pandemic, so that was his first in, you know, two years or two and a half years or whatever it was, and to see him experience it uh, for the first time was really, really fun for me. Um, and I know that there's a lot of you out there that are probably feeling the same way. Whether you've gotten a chance to go down there, whether you're just hanging out at the Moss Pit, or whether you're just hanging out with your boys and watching the game. Like Zach Lang today, I was at the office, and he's got a bunch of friends that are in Calgary that are Flames fans. So during the third period of last night's game, they were FaceTiming each other and watching the game together, even though they weren't together. That's the kind of stuff that I love about the playoffs. And please leave me more voicemails from Australia. I want to know what's going on down there. Where do you live in Australia? Perth? Are you on the East Coast? I need to know. I need to know. How many spiders do you have in your house? What are those giant ones called? I've seen pictures of them in people's houses. It's crazy shit down there. Crazy shit. I love it, though. Thank you for the message. Hey, Big Milk. What's going on? I just wanted to throw it out there that uh, those fans during Game 1 in Calgary saying Flames and 4... I wonder how stupid you guys feel right now. Uh, besides that, I think the Oilers have been the better team this series overall. Oh, I'm just going to stop it there for one second. So that's, again, why I'm saying we can't get cocky here. Flames in four. Remember game two? Mike Smith would stop a puck and they're all like, hey! They were cheering more for what we were doing or not doing than what their team was doing. And that's the kind of cockiness. That's not confidence. That's cockiness. We need to avoid that because, like I said, I'll say it again. I'm going to say it a million times. Job's not finished. Job's not done until it's done. And all those Flames fans that were wrapping up the series after one game, well, how are you feeling today? How are you feeling? Knowing that the fourth game just went by and all of a sudden you're down three to one. Hmm. I agree, Frank. Anyway, on with the message. I mean, it's not just a one-man team. Sure. Well, one-man team thing, that is just also, like, how much bulletin board material are you going to give the Oilers, Calgary? Oh, we're getting beat by one guy. They had a bunch of players that seemed to go, like, what are you doing? All you're doing is firing up the rest of the team. Look what happened last night. Connor didn't score. Leon didn't score. Nuge did. Hyman did. Kane did. One-man team, my ass. Unless they're calling themselves like an army of one. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to the Flames for giving bulletin board material. I love it. The odd 130-foot goal goes in, but 
that can't stop this team. Just the way they're digging in, it's it's really something to behold. I mean, 24 years old, I don't really remember. Like, yeah, you remember the 06 run, but you don't remember it, right? So this is awesome. Just just basking in all of this glory right now. Uh, they got to come out strong in Game 5, but I really like their chances. McDavid's playing on another level, and it's it's really a sight to behold, man. The whole team's playing, as Leon would say, effing phenomenal. So, um, I'd just like to point out that after Rasmus Anderson drops Johnny Goudreau off at school, he speeds through the school zone. So, that's the type of guy that he is. But <laughs> other than that, cheers. Love the podcast. I love the message, pal. First of all, 24 years old. Enjoy this, man. Honestly, enjoy it. I was 21 during 2006 run. I was 21. We had the time of our lives. We were down at White Ave. Podcasts weren't really a thing, you know? I couldn't jump on and talk about it like I'm doing with you guys now. So just really enjoy this. Enjoy the moment because you never know what's going to happen. I remember after the 2017 playoffs, we thought that the Oilers were going to just be by default going back in the next year. And what happened? They missed. So I'm not suggesting anything like that. This team just looks different. It's built different. We've got most of the players coming back again next year already. So there's lots to be excited about, but honestly, enjoy it. Have a good time. Make some memories with your boys because by the time you're my age, hey, people are married and having kids and shit. You don't get to see each other as much as you like. Enjoy it. This is the best time to be an Oilers fan. We are having a great time with this series. We are having a great time with this run. We are having a great time watching Connor McDavid do things that no other hockey player does. He's putting up numbers from the 80s, but it's 2022. So just soak it all in, whatever that means to you. Soak it all in because there's a lot to be excited about here. There's a lot to be happy about. There's a lot to have fun with. And the NHL playoffs are so, so much fun. And they can be so tough on the body. I'm already like, how many times have I stuttered and like fumfered through things in this podcast? I'm having late nights every second night. I'm too old for this shit. But am I doing it? You damn well right I am. Did I have to go to the pint after the game last night? No, I could have gone home. But I had to go see my boy Rick because I knew he was going to be just as fired up as I was. We had, you know, we had drinks, made some memories and maybe forgot some too. The playoffs are the best. And I feel incredibly grateful that I get to do this podcast. Like I'm at my kitchen table right now. I just pull out the equipment I bought and I get to chat and I get to talk with you guys about what's going on with the Oilers and I have so much fun doing it. And without you guys, the podcast isn't what it is. This has gone so much better than I ever expected it to at this point already. And it's all because of voicemails like that. It's all because you're listening. It's all because you're chiming in. It's all because you're sending me stuff. The podcast is... Oilers Nation, it's the Beatcast, but in a podcast form, and I have a great time doing it, and I have a great time answering the questions, so please keep dumping the voicemails. I don't listen to them beforehand. That's the bit. So just drop me a line. Say hi. The voicemail, again, brought to you by my friends at Rig Hand Distilleries. Go check them out at RigHandDistillery.com for the tour and tasting coupon. Maybe a bottle of Brum, maybe a a double-double. It's delicious in your coffee. Put it on ice cream. Live a little. It's the playoffs.
there you have it. Another round of the voicemail is in the books. Tomorrow night, we are looking at a 7.30 p.m. start for game five. Again, I think the Oilers are going to need to come up with their best game of the series here. And I think that they're going to have to do it because Calgary is, they're going to be an urgent or a, a desperate hockey team tomorrow. They're going to be playing with a lot of urgency. They're going to be playing with a lot of desperation. And I think that that's going to mean the Oilers have to be at their best. We're going to need to see more like a game three type situation from our side tomorrow to make sure that we wrap this up in Calgary. I don't want it to come back to Rogers plays for game six. I want it done down there. I want every Flames fan to go home dejected and sad and know that it's time to book their tea times after tomorrow. I believe the boys can do it. Led by Connor McDavid, led by Leon Dreisaitl, they can do it. Everybody can. From the crease on out, I believe in this team. I believe in everybody on the team that everyone can contribute meaningful minutes and help get this job done. We've got one more game that we have to win in this series, and I would love nothing more for it to happen tomorrow night. 7.30 o'clock, 7.30 p.m. tomorrow night on Sportsnet or CBC. Really looking forward to it. we got a big, big moment coming up tomorrow, and I hope that, like uh, Eminem said, they seize it or whatever the word lyrics are for Lose Yourself. The song's 20 years old. Maybe I should know that, but I don't. So, until then, I want to say thank you again to the audio department. Go check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. That's the title sponsor. Arcadia Brewing, Trilogy Oil Field Rentals, Rig Hand Distillery, Wine and Beyond, Liquor Depot, and Ace Liquor for jumping on to the podcast throughout the playoffs. I really appreciate you guys giving me the motivation to do so far. I've been doing two episodes a day, uh, a week of this throughout the playoffs. I might continue that. We'll see how things go in the off season. You know, I'll just have more time. So maybe I'll just keep it going all through the summer. We'll just chat about bullshit. We'll chat about dating shows. I watched uh, love on the spectrum wrapped up the U S series. Me and the missus. We watched that the other day. It's great. Love it. Absolutely love it. There's always room for a little dating show talk on here. You know, always room for a little dating show talk, but until then, Until the next episode, I'm hoping that when I record again, probably on the weekend, we are going to have a series win wrapped up. That's what I'm hoping for. In the meantime, check out BLT Bets. Check out ON Radio and the Real Life Podcast as always. This is episode 25 of Better Late Than Never. Thank you guys so much for being here. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'm peacing out. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.